Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your hosts, Carly Kistler-Miller and Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free, and welcome to PMPA Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles podcast. Carly Kistler-Miller has joined me today, and we are going to discuss New Year's resolutions and your business. Welcome, Carly. Well, thank you, Miles. So this New Year's resolution is actually one that could help your business, but you actually have to take a little time to think about it. And We're um, busy, Carly. We don't have time to think. I know, and actually that's perfect that you are that busy because if you have these three things in place, your decision-making just became easier and you just became more efficient so that your busy is your highest and best use. Winner. (laughs) (laughs) So the three things I'm talking about are your mission statement, your vision statement, and your core values. Well, those are, I mean, everybody has them. They're over there on the wall, right? Uh, Well, I hope they're on the wall. Some people don't even have them on the wall, but yeah. So why is it important? Why why is it important? They're on the wall. I I got to ship parts. You do have to ship parts. So that's great. That segues into our first thing, our mission statement. So when you're talking about the mission statement, and I do want to premise this with, most people aren't part of the strategic planning process that comes up with the mission statement or that comes up with the vision statement. But if you are part of that process, you have to understand how important the decisions you make are. A lot of people will sit there and fuss over words and blah, 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 blah. But the message has to be clear because it's not just for your customers, it's for your employees. So when we're talking about mission statements, it explains who you are or what you do and why you do it. So who you are. And your mission statement shouldn't change unless your business changes dramatically. But it is, the statement is why the company exists. I agree with that. I think it's aspirational. Um, Your mission is why people should want to work for you. It's because we make the parts that make a difference. It's because we do whatever it is we do. It's not just, I, I get paid on Thursday. Right. That would be your personal mission statement. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the basis of my, my uh, personal economy. But a lot of people think, well, we exist to make money. That, that's our mission. We're a for-profit and we need to make money. Miles, you and I both know that's not the mission. No, that's, that's the measurement of how well you achieved your mission. That's right. right. That's the result. That's a result. It's not a goal. That and is, if you're confused that that's the goal you will be a very frustrated person for your entire life because the profit is the result of your doing what it is you do and why you're doing it. And if if you're doing it just for the profit, um, that's going to be a race to the bottom. Right. So if you're creating a mission statement or if you're reviewing your mission statement, look at it and does it answer the question, why does your company exist? That's right. And, you know, with workforce issues, the people that we're trying to attract to our to our workforce, the talent we, we need in our shops, they have a why. Why should I work for you? 
And your mission statement's a pretty good clue. And if it's just, you know, you get paid on Thursdays, uh, that's probably not what's driving the people we need, the talent we need in our shops. Definitely as a measure of work ethic. Yeah. It's just for the paycheck. So it's a simple question. It requires a lot of thought. And then once you have your mission statement, it's one of the things that employees will go to when you're making decisions. So let's use PMPA's mission statement. Miles, you know our mission statement. Okay, it's to lead progressive members to sustainable success with um, reliable information, resources, and networking opportunities while uh, advocating for the success of our industry. Right, so that says why we do it. It's to lead progressive members. It says what we do. We provide reliable and relevant information, resources, advocacy, and networking opportunities. So when you and I are sitting down at a whiteboard, and listeners, if you don't already know this, if you put Miles and I in front of a whiteboard, we may start out with a certain goal and end up with a completely different deliverable. Like but, a podcast. Like, <laughs> or a final cut of the week video series. It, it's amazing. So when we're sitting there and we're thinking of how we can best serve our members and, and what our next deliverable is going to be, we always think, does it match our mission statement? Is it going to help our members? Which bucket does it fall in? Is it information, resources, networking, advocacy? And, and does it bring them to that goal of sustainable success. That's right. There's a lot of stuff we can do that isn't going to fulfill that mission, but we're going to make sure that our deliverables... But we'd look busy. We would look busy, but there is a difference. People do confuse advancement with movement. Sometimes people look busy, but they're not actually getting anything done. Yeah, movement, not not Movement. movement, advancement. Advancement, advancement. So... We use, our mission statement is on our walls. It does help us make decisions for when we're going to provide any kind of product or service for our members. And then the what we do, so how are we gonna do it? Is it information, is it resources, advocacy, networking opportunities, and we have our meetings, our network opportunities, advocacy. Where they get good information. Where they get good information and resources. And we have our, our website where we just built knowledge centers. And so all of that, that mission statement, one sentence drives every decision that we make and it will help your employees to do the same thing. That's exactly right. So let's move on to the vision statement. I see you. (laughs) Oh, if it were that easy. (laughs) I see you. A lot of people think they're the same thing, but they're not. So a vision statement is actually where you want to be in three to five years. It's anticipatory. It it totally depends on your strategic planning cycle. But yes, so your vision state, where your mission statement should be the same all the time unless there's a broad change in your business your vision statement is every three to five years Mm -hmm. and that's who we want to be so when you are thinking about that it is the vision of the future so do you want to share what pmpa's vision statement is well pmpa's vision statement is to be the premier association that enables our members to adapt and thrive while advocating for the success of our industry. So adapt and thrive. Gee, did that apply to the <laughs> current COVID situation? Well, I think we, we moved the ball <laughs> the whole way down the field. 
in that uh, volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous situation for sure. And that's kind of the neat thing by having the mission, a clear mission, and a clear vision, we knew what to provide. That gave us, that gave, we didn't have to go to the board and say, would you like us to do this? That's right. We just executed we we knew what our the vision was we knew right. what our mission was and right. and let's face it there was chaos there at the beginning everybody was scrambling rules were changing masks no masks isolation yep. quarantine i mean a bunch of words we'd never had to say before suddenly become everyday vernacular shared and best practices increase the air turnover in our shops i mean we there, we were way ahead. But there was a lot going on. So for us to focus on the stuff that our members needed, we used our mission statement and our vision statement. And your employees will be able to do the same thing if those statements are very clear. I think that combined, the mission and vision are like a compass that point us in the direction where our activity should be directed. It aligns our actions with our intention. That's right, which leads us to our core values. So every company culture has a core value, whether it has been stated and written on paper or not. Um, it needs to be written so that it can be shared. But especially when you're hiring somebody, if you want them to totally understand the culture that they're going into, the core values are a great way to relay that. Absolutely, and it's a good thing to find out if they're, you know, if they're agreement, if that's kind of like, you know, the it's same a litmus test, right? It it can be. Yeah, it can be. So why don't you share a core value or two here from PMPA? So uh, knowledge and expertise. So when we look at that mission, you know, we want to provide, you know, with integrity, we want to provide information and resources and knowledge and expertise. There's certainly, you know, information and resources that you can't find anywhere else. And when we talk about core values, they can be turned into actionable values. So when you talk about serving our members, we have what we call concierge service. It's something I understood from day one. Right. That we took care of our members. And if I had to spend 20 minutes on the phone helping a member then and a report was due 20 minutes ago that report takes second second place it's members first a absolutely and and if you're measuring you know the efficiency of your call center instead of the satisfaction of your members <laughs> you're not aligned you're not aligned or you have you need to make an adjustment but it's interesting that you you turn that core value into an action item because if we take that knowledge and expertise uh, in two words, we provide solutions. That's an actionable item. That's an actionable. That's so right. we provide that whether it's business, operations, or regulatory. And how does that help our members? How does that sustain them? How does that help them get success? It helps them manage risk. It helps them reduce costs. So at the end of the day, this knowledge expertise thing, we kind of draw everybody into a big circle of domain mastery. That's what knowledge That's, and expertise means at PMPA as a core value. That's right. And that helps describe who we are and 
who's going to fit here as right. an employee. So when you're hiring, your core values should be on hand, not only for that, but, and, and I should also say, there are, it, core values could be a thousand things. It could be inclusion, curiosity, customer commitment, teamwork, innovation. Find out who you really are, and that's what you need to put in your core values. Something, and, and the owners, if you're an owner, it's probably just understood in your mind. So put it down so that your employees know. It, it, it's not enough to be understood in our mind. Right. If we're going to make it cultural, <laughs> we need to make it cultural. So we need to communicate those core values, and we need to demonstrate them. If we say knowledge and expertise and sharing knowledge and expertise is important, we probably ought not to be the one that holds our cards close to the vest <laughs> when someone asks for assistance, right? We should be disclosive. We should explain. We should share what we know, knowing that it will come back many fold now that other people have that expertise. And part of that is that we're not quoting wiki, that our resources are credible. Right. <laughs> so that so you know as soon as you get the information, you know that is solid information. Absolutely. So there are a lot of benefits to as busy as you are taking a moment and reviewing your mission statement, your vision statement, your core values. Um, it's good to review that with a group so that you have everyone's perspective because what we might think of ourselves and our company may not be what's out there. Perception is reality. So if you're leading by example, They'll probably look at the core values and go, yep, that's it. Well, I, you know, that's right. And, and so that those slight differences between what you think the value is and, and what it appears to be to everyone else, it's real simple. I just put my car in, in cruise control, and I start getting a little too close to one of the lines, and, and it changes it. Well, I was comfortable pretty close to that line, but, but the cruise wasn't. Nope. It wasn't. And so your team may not be comfortable. Uh, so it, it really helps to calibrate. And I, I do think of this as the compass, not the tip of the spear, but right. the compass pointing the way for everybody so that everybody knows what it is we're trying to do, why we're trying to do it. And these core values actually help us understand how to do it. We're going to do it with integrity. We're going to do it with credibility. We're going to do it with respect for our clients, right? I mean, we have, we have these, all these values. So um, it really can be that unwritten, you know, manual. And for me, it always removed doubt. If, if my charge is to give great service, if my charge is to give great service, and the shipment didn't get out, I, I, I'd expedite. Now, I might catch grief for expediting. Who authorized you to expedite? And I would just say, nobody authorized it, but our value is great service, and <laughs> we didn't get this stuff in time to make the shipment, so I sent it out second day. And that's a great example of a decision that an employee has to make and they can refer to the core values to help make that decision. Absolutely. This is, this is what keeps you, this is your defense. This is your armor. <laughs> when, when that guy comes screaming down from the office and the steam's coming out of the, out of the ears and say, why did you do this? And it's like, hey, uh, 
I want to, I want to provide reliable and relevant information, and that's why I went to this book instead of just said 289 and let it go, right? So yeah, in the very basic of terms, it's CYA. Yeah, yeah. These are the values. <laughs> These are the values. So, listeners, as we said before, if you have your mission statement, your vision statement, and your core values already, please take a moment to review them. And if you don't, please take the time to develop them. It is your highest and best use for your entire company and your employees. You know, Carly, it's real simple. These values, this mission statement, vision statement, core values, these are our companies and our people, our performers. This is, this is their navigation system. It's our navigation system. And if we're going to get everybody to sustainable success, we need to give our navigation system the same care that we give our gauging and quality systems. And what is that? It's called calibration. So it's time for your annual calibration, folks. Calibrate, reevaluate your mission statement. Are you on track? Is that vision? Is that still where you're trying to be in, in a few years down the road? And are these the values that will get, get all of us there successfully and safely? So it's, think of it as gauge calibration for, for your business. <laughs> I love that. That's perfect. <laughs> That wraps up today's podcast on New Year's resolution for your business. Thank you for joining us. For additional information, please visit pmpa.org, where you can also search for articles, webinars, more podcasts, and other resources. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, because you don't want to miss one. And if you aren't already taking advantage of PMPA membership, be sure to check out pmpa.org to see all we have to offer. And why is a PMPA membership so important, Carly? Because, because we, we are, are better, better together. together. Don't forget to join us next Monday on Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles. <laughs>